Welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories and gaming. Well, as you can um, imagine, welcome back, guys. I'm sorry. I don't know why I just went into it like that. Um, okay, so Capcom held their, clearly it was a Resident Evil theme showcase. It lasted for 30 minutes. Well, not even 30 minutes, in fact. It was like 24. Um, they showed off a demo, which is now available, but I wouldn't call it a demo. <laughs> I would call it uh, a, It's called... <laughs> it's on the PS5. Okay, I, I downloaded it, and this is what it is. It, it has a little bit of gameplay, but I think that this was to show what Resident Evil 8 is going to be about. If you don't know, and if you didn't check out the um, the showcase, let me just give you a sum- summarize what it was about. It's a continuation of 7. Um, it's in a, a, a castle and involves vampire. It's a little bit, how do I say? It, I think someone else said this. I, I read this somewhere else. I, I think that, um, they took some ideas that Bloodborne, because that's that's what I got the feeling of. Like there's a Resident Evil, but aspect of Bloodborne is thrown in there, like with the supernatural. And keep in mind, this game has always been survival horror, but I feel like. They took, they clearly took some inspiration from Bloodborne, clearly. And to be honest with you guys, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Uh, It's going to be in first person. It is coming to the PS4 and it is coming to the, the Xbox One and all of those systems. The reason why I pause there is because, and it's gonna tie. Well, like, should I interject that now? Let's just focus on um, Resident Evil. So yes, it's coming out May seventh, two thousand and one, two thousand and one, two thousand and twenty-one, and um, 
if you buy another PS4 or the Xbox One version, you can upgrade to the next gen for free. And it goes back to what I was saying. A lot of these games for this next year is... Well, for this year, not next year, but this year. I'm all over the place, guys, forgive me. Um, like I said, a lot of these games are going to come to current gen. And yes, you're going to want it for the next gen and whatnot, but, and the reason why it's like that and I can't stress this enough. This was a good thing on Microsoft because Microsoft forced the PS5 out when in fact Microsoft was not prepared. And in the end, like it's clearly showing now, but it'll get better. These systems are not ready. They're not, there's no, there's not really a lot of new games. People are actually backlogging. They're backlogging. The conversation now, as these new consoles are here, is like, what are you playing? There's really not a lot to play. And this is for the PS5, And it's always been the narrative for the Xbox series. Whether it's the one or it's the the current one, which is the series X and S. The systems came out too early. The reason why I think that Microsoft has an edge, and don't get me wrong, it's not like by a huge margin but they still have an edge because they came out and told you that these next two years are not going to be having a lot of hitters they're not going to be breaking down a lot of games however for Sony a lot of people were expecting a huge rollout of games but what can you say it is what it is at this moment I like the demo of um Resident um, 8 it's only exclusive to the PS5 it's meaning it's I actually like the artistic style that they went with. I really do. And that gothic that that, that feeling of something is always because it's a very dark game. And that's why I like Bloodborne. It's like when you walk through this Victoria era game world 
it's always it's it's never what's in front of you. It's always what's that in that little nook. And in this castle, that's the feeling that I got. It's not what was in front of me. It was what's hiding behind that little dark place right there. Yeah. So it definitely reminded me of Bloodborne. And it also reminded me of Amnesia. I like that first person, like you get into it. It's more immersive, in my opinion. I just hope it won't be short. That's my concern. I hope it won't be short. But, um,. It's coming out in May, and it's going to be some tears, but, uh, well, not tears, but additions in my mind. Now, let's get into this bit of information that Microsoft decided to drop. And moving forward, because you know I've been praising um, Microsoft and their Game Pass and whatnot. Here's the thing, guys. Um, Microsoft and the Xbox team. Let me tell you something. It is bad enough that... Some of these internet providers are expensive. I don't think anyone should be playing, paying for games that are free. Let's just, right now, let's just talk about Fortnite. Fortnite is a free-to-play game. And... I don't think you should require a paywall, whether it's Games with Gold or Game Pass. I don't think you should be charging people to... To play a free-to-play game. I think it's selfish. And so that was a little compromise. Games were called. And you charge people $60 um, um, for a year. And that way you can play online games for $60. Just like PS Plus. And that can work for some people. But here you come out of the blue. And you double that. Forcing people to just go and buy. All 
ultimate game pass. Listen. It is cheap monthly to month, but do you are paying a lot of money? A lot of money to play online games. I'm talking to you, Microsoft. But here's the thing, and I stand by this. You of the three do not have enough games to warrant that. I am not talking about your service. I think your service is top tier for what it offers and the security and the features. That's good. What I don't like is that you put free-to-play online games behind that paywall. It's one of the things that I was upset with Sony. Now, Sony has reeled back on it, but that being said, Microsoft, you don't have the games that warrant that price. A lot of people who come on Ultimate play a lot of free-to-play games. And here you are putting them behind a $120. Sweetheart, you didn't even go 90 You went a full 120 Doubling it. And, and you honestly didn't think people were going to notice it? You didn't lead up to this. You just dropped it. Now that being said, it feels like you're forcing people to do something that, because some people may not want ultimate. And that should be okay. But for you to jump that up to 120, like you did, it's forcing them to go that round. And that is not good business practice, in my opinion. It's wrong. And I know you're thinking, well, people still had that option and people still had that choice. No, you're not giving them a choice. You're giving them all to Mena. That is nice. You're not giving them a choice. You're forcing them. To warrant this, this price hike that you just committed to, 
I'm going to need more from you. As far as your games, I need more. And furthermore, when it comes to... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. With this increase and these features, the gameplay that I record on my system, whether I don't know... I don't really know how to do it, but you should be able to upload clips to YouTube, not just to Twitter, but to YouTube as well. Because this is ridiculous. I've been here championing you. And for you to do this, this is very this is very concerning. You need to get your things. You need to get your um act in order. And hopefully you do it sometime soon. Sony, as you know, Sony is already on your neck. And for you to do this. Now for a bit of Nintendo news, Kingdom of Olimar, re-reckoning Kingdoms of Olimar will be coming to the Nintendo Switch. Now for those who are unfamiliar with this game, um, it's an action role-playing game. Um, it came out for the PS3 and 360, PS4 and the like, um, in Xbox One. It was the last game um, before they went bankrupt. Big House Games, 38 Studios. But um, I don't think that it, I don't think that it did that well. But it was a good, it was a good try. But it's coming to the Nintendo Switch. And, um, I think I'm gonna pick it up. I didn't play it on a 360, and I didn't play it on a PS4. I've always been interested in it. I just never found the time to do it. Um, it will be readily available, a full game, where you don't have to download it, it'll be on the cartridge, so you don't gotta worry about that. This will be available March 16th, so, that's a good thing. Now, as you guys know, that you remember, guys, Fall Guys, that is was on, that's now on Steam and on the PS4. 
Now, it's coming to the Xbox. A lot of people were confused as to will this game be available for free on Game Pass. And yeah, the, the, it's not as quite as clear as I want it to be. But yeah, they're thinking that um, it's definitely coming, but I don't think it's going to be free. And I, I, I'm most certain that it's not going to come to Game Pass. Um, they got to figure out and make, make that money. Here's the thing. Because it is a fun game and people are still playing it. However, when the iron was hot for this game, they should have pushed it out on every platform. I think them holding it on the PS4 and Steam for so long at its... Because it wrapped up really fast. And again... In mind, the only reason why that game popped off like it did, as far as word of mouth, is because it was free on the PS4. And yeah, they made a lot of money. They made a lot of money. Um... They made a lot of money with Steam, and I think they want to do that again with these other platforms, but a lot of people are not, who knows, maybe it will rise up again. I just think that when you see your game do, if you're going to release it on if it's the potential to release it on all platforms, I truly believe, and this is just my thing, is that if I'm going to release it on Steam and on the PlayStation, then the development for the Xbox and the Nintendo platforms should be halfway to three quarters done. That way, when it comes out on these said platforms, they'll be ready to go. I mean, does that make sense? So as this game is gaining notoriety, I'll be working, or my team will be working on these other platforms, and the main team will just be twinking it while also getting notoriety and also getting money but I don't think that it's going to um I don't think that it's going to um do well Guys, did you get the Predator for um, Fortnite on Fortnite? I know I did. I did it in one sitting. 
thought it was just an add to another bit of reading and that's what came across. Um Are you guys enjoying Hitman 3? I haven't played it yet. Um I'm hearing that and I imagine that it would be like you know for the Nintendo Switch. Some people um have been telling me that the the game plays well. It doesn't look as good it did as it should as one can imagine. But I think that it, it looks um they said that it plays really well. I think it would do good. I really do. If they gave it a demo like they did with um control, I think it would do um what it needs to do. I didn't play the first one, nor did I play the second one, or whatever the versions came to. So I didn't, I'm not even interested in it, if I'm being honest with you guys. And I think the last bit of news in gaming is about Apex Legends, the season, new season will be starting February 2nd. I believe that this is the same date that they're going to release it on the Nintendo Switch. Because you know the Nintendo Switch doesn't have a release date. And I think this is the same day they're going to do that. Um. It was with the theme of mayhem. Um. There's a trailer for it. It's I maybe it's because I didn't play it. I I played a little bit of it, but when I played this game, and it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I think it's quite fun. But I played it like in the very 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 beginning before you know the story got really deep. But I mean, kudos to them. They're they're building on it. And yeah, so the next season will start on February 2nd. And again, um, it's like what I was saying, I'll end it on this one. Um, a lot of people are now, I, w- I won't say buys remorse, but, um, These next gen, these PS5 and its Xbox series, there's a bit of a drought and it's very, very, very early. Like, it's very early. Very early. Too early, in fact. Um, for the release of these new consoles. They should have had a. This is what killed the Wii U. And this is why the Nintendo Switch did so well. It's because they had uh, they had games that that got you through. And they had a slew of them. Alone. You had Mario Kart 
which is still selling to this day, and Zelda. And then they came out with Splatoon. It's like they had a lot of new games that was coming out two to three months apart. And right now, and, and maybe it's just me, because keep in mind, I have both the systems, but I'm looking at these systems and I'm like, you guys are not giving me anything. I mean, it's a shame that I have my PS5 and I'm back playing Bloodborne, but maybe that's just because that's the state that I'm in right now. And I did enjoy Resident Evil, the demo, the demo but outside of that, there really isn't nothing that grabs my attention. And, and this is just my thing. Maybe other people feel different. Who knows? Oh well. Oh well. And those are your top stories in gaming. your top stories in pop culture. Hmm. I said that because I'm looking at Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle tested positive for COVID. Now, normally I wouldn't be like, oh my god, I would be like, oh my god. But, hey, I understand. Dave Chappelle was, had, um, this, this kind of thing with his show where he had on the people who were you know coming to his show he had them tested this is the um, the patrons and the comedians and as soon as that fell through he um you know he shut it down now, since he's tested positive, he's now since been um, quarantined, and I'm hoping that he's, you know, he's, he's doing okay. He's very um, asymptomatic, but that's not the point. Here's the point. Dave Chappelle, you know how serious this is. You ran to Texas to one of the capitals of we don't care about that stuff we are going to remain open you not only win 
to several shows. You took pictures and hung out with people who did not have no mask on. If you lay down with dogs, you're bound to get fleas. And this is why I don't feel that sorry for you. You took pictures and grimes. This is um, Elon's mask. Why? Oh, baby, I don't know, child. Listen. You... Joe Rogan, who has been on his his own platform, on his own podcast, has been telling the world, like, he doesn't really believe in it. Then you got um, Elon Musk and his Patreon and his people and stuff like that, because these are capitalists. Capitalist people, because I'm not going to say that they, they don't, I'm not going to say that they're anti-vaxxers. I believe that they are. But this is, these are capitalists, and capitalists only focus on money. What can bring them notoriety? What can bring attention to them? You ran all the way to Texas for a gig that you didn't need. You ran to Texas for a gig and money that you didn't even need. You are Dave Chappelle. You had a special in your backyard. And you caught COVID. That's why people are laughing at you. It wasn't that serious. It was not that serious for you to go and to do. Child, look. And Grimes posted via social media days prior. It's ridiculous how you guys who it's like and and and, you know what normally I bite my tongue but it is these nurses these people they're better than me because he had I known that had I known that I'm like don't give him no help as a matter of fact, everyone that was in that picture, don't give them help. And I know that sounds cruel. I get it. It sounds cruel. But I'm looking at the bigger picture. You went into the tiger's den and expected not to get bit? Enough of that mess. So, did you guys see the um, Ashanti versus um, 
Oh my god, Keisha Cole. <sighs> I didn't watch the whole thing. I could have, but I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I didn't like their music. Not saying that I didn't think that they're great artists. I like some of their songs, but no, I never was caping for them. Even when they first came out, even when they were just like, you know, at their height, I just never saw it for them. I I always view them. This is gonna sound really cruel. Oh my god, this is gonna sound maybe I shouldn't say it, because you never should if, if you've got nothing nice to say, you shouldn't say nothing at all. Here, here's the thing. From what I did see, it was funny. It was funny and They filled so many stereotypes of these kind of women, if that makes sense. Um, Ashanti was about her bag. Um, the verdict is, is that Ashanti kind of won? I kind of imagined that she would. Um... Keisha Cole, she, she, she's a wonderful s- singer. She can sing her behind off. But she has a certain demographic of people, and those democratic, um, democratic, demographic of people is not huge. To say the least. But um, it was a good showing. It wasn't bad. Um, I guess that's all I gotta say about that. That um, well, guys, it looks like that um, Zack Snyder Justice League which will premiere in March it will be a four hour movie you know what I Jesus how do I say this um, I was not a fan of Justice League, not one bit, and I, you know what, I'll say this, I'm sorry, it just seems like I was dragging that out. See it. I won't see it day one. I won't probably see it in the first month. I will see it. You know what? I will have it playing in the background. I just, I, I just think that, um, I think that he's adding on because what is he doing? What is this? What is this about? I don't, I don't, I don't understand, because 
What are they just re-editing to make this a four-hour movie? And why is it taking them so long? That's my question. Why is it taking you so long? You have all of this footage. You didn't, you know, you're not, you didn't go through more production. So why is it taking, well, and now I can see it, 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 but not this long, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm just looking at that for that track record. And after Wonder Woman 84, I was like, you know what? DC, y'all guys, y'all got problems over there. And I really don't think that um, this is going to change that tone. Now, there's a lot of um, movies that have been delayed. Um, no Time to Die, which was supposed to be coming out in April. It's now coming um, to theaters October 8th. This was confirmed on the Twitter. Listen, I'm quiet because I know that listen theaters and I say that movie theaters listen guys listen do you not understand that even when people get all of their vaccinations and everything that it won't jump back to the way it was it just won't I know you want it to, but it won't. There will be an uh, an uptick of moviegoers. That is helpful. But by the time this happens, a lot of movie theaters or a lot of movie um, a lot of movie companies and stuff like that will have adapted to streaming. You are going to have to get online with with a um with how do I say this? You know how HBO Max is doing that thing with WB? You're gonna have to find that. You're gonna have to find a way how to, to coexist with that. You have got to figure that out. People like choices now. They like the, the freedom of sitting at home watching these new movies. I bet you this movie come out streaming with one of these huge platforms same day and day as the release of these movies. Morbius has been delayed. The new Uncharted movie 
has been delayed. It's I and let's go back to the non-track movie for a second. Um that Morbius will be on the 21st of 2020. Ghostbusters, Afterlife, these movies are, and most of these movies are primarily Sony's, but, um, look, look, guys, y'all have to sort this out, and as far as that uncharted, that charted movie, there are too many red flags, if you ask me, about that movie, I don't think that it's going to do good. I think that the girls who like Tom Holland will clearly go and see this movie. But, um, I don't think that he's, I don't think he's a strong enough, I don't think, (laughs) he has Cherry that is coming out. Now, this would be its deciding factor for me, because I am going to see Cherry. I'm going to see this movie. And I want to see if Tom Holland really know how to act. Because, see, I don't look for big, huge films when I, you know, come to the conclusion that this person actually has some chops. I always look at their small films. Their small B film because that's when they really show. But, um, these movies, they're just not, these movies, (sighs) they're trying to hold on to it, they're trying to hold on to this hope that things will change that people will um that people will run back to the theaters in droves people have gotten comfortable with their home theaters a quiet place part two which was delayed. That's. I don't think Black Widow was going to be. I think that that I think people are going to wait for that. I. Let's just move on, cause. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's just, I just, I, I don't know. And good news. Um, did you guys um hear that new Billie Irish and Rosada's new song? Um, I, Billie Irish is a hidden miss for me. It's like she can. You 
know what? I think that she'll do fine. But I do like her new song. I like that new song. Uh, it will be featured in the next Euphoria. Now, do you remember when Rue and, um, you know, they got that two-part? It's not a, a series, like a full series, but it's like to update what led up to Rue's relapse and whatnot. But um, the second one, which will be on the 24th, tell me you, you, you get this, it'll be out on HBO Max, and it'll be featured there. It's a beautiful song. Um, it's sung in Spanish. Um, but when you translate it, it's very beautiful. I thought that Billie Eilish and Rosalina sounded really good together. They sounded very good together. Um, I'm not sure if she'll be singing that live, but I wouldn't put it past her. She's a very good, um, singer. Um, I think I mentioned it before, but there are more and more rumors about um, this new Adele album that is supposed to be coming out next month. If it's true, I'm looking forward to it. I think that it's going to be um, it's going to be interesting. Because she has a lot of great producers. Not saying that she never had them, but I, I think that she's going in a, a slightly different direction. But you know, the best albums are always from a bad breakup. Whenever there's a bad breakup, which really doesn't make sense, but for music, whenever there is a, a problem in that artist's life, they make the best music. Hello, Rita Franklin. Um, and this not. Oh my God! Don't even get me started. That is not a comparison. That is not a comparison, cause Aretha stands alone. Nina Simone stands alone. Billy Iris stand on the shoulders of Fiona Apple. Adele stand on the shoulders of I don't know how to say Jasmine. Uh, uh, Jennifer Hudson. She, she, she's in good company, but you can never compare. You cannot even have the same name of Adele with um, Aretha Franklin. Adele is never, can never get there. She just needs to get a coin. I just want to hear about a breakup. 
Um, and the last bit of news is about these pardons that um, Trump threw out. And a couple of artists that stood out was Lil Wayne, hence why he took that picture. And Kodak Black. Child, look. I'm glad that they'll be, you know, dropped or, you know, they won't be prosecuted for these things and whatnot. But, um, okay. You got off. I mean, Kodak Black still have charges pending. But, um, Lil Wayne, that photo op, clearly was right there for you. And it worked in your favor, so congratulations. And I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that was um for this week. I think that was the top stories. Those was your top stories in pop culture. Like we come to the end of another great episode here on Team Thrills. I've been your host, and thanks for coming to listen and hanging out. And I look forward to doing it again next week. Until then, have a lovely week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01. 